you not doing stand-up drives people crazy. You know that, right? The last time I saw Don Rickles, and uh, Rickles is like maybe a month or two before he passed away, and he just just went on and on and on like that. Like, really? Like, you have to be stand-up idiot. You have to be on and on about it. Wow. I'm going to do it again. It was really? Just, yeah, I just had to, you know, everything had to be right. You had to get up there and start working out. Really? I have to get up and work. The only way you could get like an act is I got to go to the clubs and work out. And do I'm going to do that again. You still got to go to the comedy club. You still got to go. To, you could have your own club. So you should buy the comic strip and I, I'll come work out there. You, you, you want to do that, I'll do it. I'll call it Jerry Seinfeld's comic. Turn you up. Jews Bartholomew face. Yo, that is wild disrespectful. Your brother works directly with that man. Yo, Jews. Send all the smoke, Judah Camp, music, send the smoke to Corey Hollywood. I want no parts. Oh, that's my bro. Uh, God, big You're out. Welcome. I have to do all that good stuff. I figured that would catch you off guard. You're a wild nigga. Oh, man. How are you? How have you been? How's your week? How was your time? Welcome in- back. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Um, yeah, here we are, we're back, right? We weren't gone for like a week or so? No, 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 we weren't gone. (laughs) Yeah, we were, this is a we podcast, so we were not gone. For like a week or so. And now we are back, ladies and gentlemen. You're welcome. But, uh. Did you like that album? I hated that very album. Um, But this song was kind of dope. Where is it at? And the Bruce Judge Shake. Uh, yeah, that's the only yeah. one. Only thing I like about that album was the jewelry he wore on the cover. The blue and yellow diamonds was kind of fire. Yeah. Mace is always a fly nigga. All the world. Um. But yeah, we're back. I'm good. Everything's gravy. How are you and the the wife and the children? So you guys were out and about in the streets. This ain't a, this ain't a us catch up on on me. I want to know how how was Georgianos? We've been we've been away. How was Harold's? How was Georgianos? Come on, don't don't come up here, ask about New York stuff. I want to know about the deep dish and the fried chicken at Harold's. First of all, deep dish is garbage. You can get a better deep dish at those, like, wooded oven joints by the Brooklyn Bridge. Um, Sippy, for all the smoke, please see Melissa's. Yeah, because she already knows. Chicago, on the culinary side, cannot see New York's bottom pinky toe. 
Don't you want to talk about Chicago or you homegrown Chi Town? Sippy, yes, I'm talking to you because you're the only person I know that's born, raised in Chicago, now relocated to the East Coast, the best coast. Listen, that food out there, even the franchise foods like Red Lobster, uh, Benny Hanna, we even had while we were out there. Drake told you about eating that Benny Hanna, though. Huh? I said, Drake told you about eating that Benny Hanna, though. So that's your yeah, fault. Well, I don't listen to anything Drake says because he's from Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> we, haven't, we haven't had Benny Hanna since we went years ago. Years ago for one of the girls in our church. I think she was turning like 21. So that was, yeah, that was like a long time ago. But yeah, Harold, the chicken was. The chicken was okay. It was good, but it wasn't like, oh, nigga, let me tell you. I mean, it was palatable. You know what I mean? The fries were garbage. Palatable. All you Chi Town listeners, please direct your comments towards Melissa. I will take all the smoke as long palatable. as I will take the smoke. That food. That deep dish nonsense, that is garbage. Harold's was average. <laughs> the, the Red Lobsters was terrible. The Benihana was okay. Chicago. I don't know what y'all, what y'all known for. I don't know what y'all got going on out there. It's very violent, whatever. I don't know. I don't care. But leave the culinary stuff to the culinary folks. Over here in New York and you know mm-hmm. other places like the South, you can't talk culinary when you're talking about Chicago. That's just how I saw it last week. This particular segment, views and opinions, brought to you solely by the discretion of Melissa's. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, trash. They in no way, shape, or form speak for the whatever face podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, that food was garbage, bro. Garbage. I was mad. I forgot that Virgil's uh, little museum thingy was out there. I totally forgot about that until my niece hit me up. was like, yo, you at Virgil's joint? I'm like, oh, so it was kind of like too late, you know, so I didn't go get to see that. Um, but yeah, there ain't nothing in Chicago. Did you take a picture by the bean? No. Did you go to Obama's house? I didn't. Emails and a bunch of other people did, but I didn't. I stayed back that day. Stayed in the pool with my kids. Um, and he went out. He was out, out and about. Um, they went to some West Indian restaurant. Apparently, he bought me the food back. I'm like, if this is supposed to be your premier West Indian cuisine, like, y'all can keep that. It wasn't a great culinary experience. That's the bottom line with Chicago. Best pizza you ever had, best chicken you ever had, best West Indian food you ever had. Ooh, best West Indian food. The very first time I had 
Rasta pasta from Footprints. Um, but over the years, Footprints has kind of like lost its fizzle. Um, Negril is up there for some good West Indian cuisine. Uh, best pizza. I'm going to stick with my high school joint, not raised, not raised downtown Brooklyn. Um, Clinton Hill section of Brooklyn, actually. Not raised still does it for me. Um, and the best chicken. Thighs and pies. Thighs and pies. I'm going to say. Thighs and pies, not raise, potentially Negril and Footprint. Yeah. What are yours? Well, one of the that represent from uptown know about sisters for the West Indian cuisine. Um, best pizza. Hmm. There's this place, um, there's this place in Westchester. I'm really big on pizza. The place is called Pelham Pizza. I'm really big on pizza. When we first uh, moved up here, I was looking for a place. My uh, friend who lived close by, I asked him for some recommendations. He gave me two. Pelham was the first place that I've tried. And I go there, I went there for my Super Bowl party pizza. That's And it's like... 15 minutes from me so for me to drive because they don't deliver for me to drive to pick up pies for the super bowl like five zero minutes no one five one five i was about to say oh that must be some really great pizza for an hour drive nigga i haven't found anything that would drive an hour for (laughs) i'm waiting for that time but um when I when I was frequenting the city, running around, uh, I didn't want to sound like a copycat, but there's the original Rays down on uh, West Fourth. I don't know if they're still there, but their pizza was good too. But Pelham, I'm gonna have to go Pelham for pizza and chicken. Hmm. Like some rich folk pizza up in Westchester. Nah, it's not. It really isn't. It's a, it's a hole in a wall, and you know. You know um, the pizza places that like they don't have full menu because the kitchen's so small. It's one of them places. Yeah, yeah, that's some good pizza. It's, yeah, it's one of them places. Um, chicken. To be honest with you, it's not a restaurant. There's this pasta that used to make this chicken <laughs> in Harlem. Fam. <laughs> Fam. Like I said, not a restaurant, but this dude. Not, not, not even a restaurant. I don't know where this nigga's from. What he do to his chicken? But fam. Um, it's a chicken spot out in Harlem. I keep hearing good things about. It's an old man and Charles Charlie's or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Charles is Charles's is the truth. Uh they just moved to a bigger spot. They had a walk-in situation where you couldn't really sit down. You literally got your food and you got out. But they got a bigger spot. Um, Charles's is dope. Yeah, I hear a lot of uh, rave reviews on Charles's. 
Next time you are in Harlem, uh, I don't remember the exact location of the new one. I do know it's on Frederick Douglass, but yeah, that's that's one of them pending uh, <laughs> pending uh, health health department codes in a window, so you know the food is about to hit. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Charles is one of them places. Yeah, yeah. I hear a lot of great things about that. That, that chicken. You know what annoys me when niggas big up a, a spot and you go there and be completely like yeah. unimpressed. I hate it. That was my uh, and I'm sorry we offended everybody uh in this podcast, but you niggas in LA. Don't talk to me about In and Out no more, fam. I don't want to hear another discussion about an In and Out burger. <laughs> That's how I felt about uh, Chick Fil A. I told you before we spoke about Chick Fil A up here. Um, yeah. Shake Shack, Smash Burger. One. Like I'm like, okay, like I can get this a frozen patty from the grocery store and make this. Like this is not like this is not an outstanding burger to me. I don't, I don't like, I don't get it. And what sucks is that niggas set the expectations so high yeah. that when you get there, you're like, oh, nah, I sure it's about to be legit. And then it don't even smack. It's just like, fam. Yeah. Yeah. I, I could have had a Whopper for all this and saved myself. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of Whoppers, you, you with those tacos from there? Nigga, I just told Tiffany the other day, Burger King is so trash. <laughs> Niggas, stick to burgers. Don't do hot dogs. Don't do pulled pork. Hot dogs, tacos, pulled pork sandwiches. I'm never to order a taco at Burger King. Yo, you're a sick nigga if you walk up to the Burger King joint like, yeah, let me get two tacos. Like, nigga, go to the Taco Bell. (laughs) (laughs) Go to a streetcar, nigga, any place. To get a taco, do not go to Burger King for a taco. The Burger King is out here wild. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at their numbers because they, they coming up with some weird stuff. They coming up some weird stuff. They probably really doing bad in the uh, fast food sector. I would imagine because I don't, I don't get it. Some niggas at Burger King that just don't care. Yeah, it's like yeah, don't care. All right, what else y'all got? <laughs> We did hot dogs. All right, tacos. Let's try that. Yeah, <laughs> what else can we throw out there yeah, to make else? people not want to come here? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I gotta chill, Burger King. <laughs> oh, man. That's crazy. Um, this... This is one of them episodes, if you're a first-time listener, I don't apologize. We're, we're usually this crazy. It's just going to be a little bit more extended today. So, come on back. Yeah, we, we, we ain't kicking in like 9 days, 10 days, 12, 14 days. Ain't nothing really happening in the world that's really exciting. So, we're just going to, you know. Hey, you niggas are stuck with us. Whatever many minutes you're stuck with us. However many minutes. Whatever minutes. At the Whatever Face podcast. I got a um, question. You want to get into sports real quick or what? 
Nah, nah, nah. I gotta, I gotta quit. You want, you want like to have this, a, like random conversation? It's just random. It's random today. It's really random. Random. Really uh, this, random. I did see. I did see a video uh, Duval posted where a guy was proposing to his girl, and uh, he had cameras there, like a videographer there. It was like people around. I'm, I'm assuming like friends and family out on the sidewalk he looked nice he was presentable she was presentable he got down on one knee and she stood there crying and said no and walked away see you women will never understand that that pressure a guy feels before he proposes like the what the mental hurdles he goes through before he says you know what I'm going to spend the rest of my life with this girl. And you get down on one knee thinking everything is going to go right. I would have shot her up. The whole the whole block would have got shot up. <laughs> I really wanted the footage to continue because I, I want to know, I wanted to know his reaction. Like, how was he, was he hurt? Was he upset? Did he start, like, swinging at the air like Cuba Gooding Jr. did in Boys <laughs> in the Hood? Like, I really wanted to, I really wanted to see his reaction. But, man. I have a video in my phone. When I went to get Tiffany's engagement ring, I'm talking to the per- I'm talking to the jeweler, and I'm like, yeah, I just don't know. I don't know if she's going to like it. I don't know if she's going to say yes. Like, it's just, I'm, so I, I have that video saved for that very reason of looking back and being like, my nigga, you don't understand. Like, even when I had the ring in my possession, I was still like, ugh, but what if she says, what if she says no? What are you, what am I going to do? What's my backup plan? So for the people that don't know, because I think I've, I know a little bit, take photos. Walk us through your whole engagement thing again. So How did you propose? So Tiffany, who does not like taking photos, my bright idea was to capture the engagement via a photo shoot. Ask me why. Because I, wanted to, I, because I wanted to keep the moment and be like, oh, well, when people, I wanted for the story, when people say, oh, well, how did he propose? I was being selfish. But okay. Tiffany, who does not like photos, I decided, oh, hey, let's have a photo shoot. So I scheduled it for a certain day and it got rained out and I was being stubborn and I was like, you know what? No, let's still do it. Um, we when the, I wind up not going. We went to Ruth's Chris, and I had to ring with me at Ruth's Chris, and I was like, I should ask her here. I should put it in the cake. I should do so and so. And then the voicemail was like, Nah, go with your original idea. I'm like, All right. So we rescheduled, did the photo shoot. Um, after I convinced her, uh, because I told her we would be taking engagement photos, because I thought they, I thought engagement photos were very cheesy and corny. So I was trying to do like a a mock engagement photo shoot. So we did that. Um, everything was cool. The photographer, uh, shout out to Brooke Allison, who uh, coordinated the photos, and she actually took them. She's dope. Um, she knew about it because she was like, okay, how are you going to get her to take the photos, and what's the plan? So she was very uh, instrumental when we were there that day. When it got time to take when it got time to the proposal, she was like, hey, um, Tiff, can you just come over here? Let me get some test shots of just you by yourself. 
So she was uh, playing around with her, giving me time to get everything situated. And uh, I faked like I had a back spasm. Because I'm like, how am I? I was, I was like, how am I going to get down? Because that's going to be the illest part. So I walked over to her like we was getting ready to take pictures again. I faked like I had a back spasm. And Tiffany's like in the middle of Central Park. Like, no, what's the matter? What's the matter? What's what's going on? Do you want me to call an ambulance? I'm like, given my whole uh, engagement spiel, she's not listening to a word because she's worried about my back. And I'm like standing there sitting there on one knee like yeah will you marry me after the end of my whole speech that i had mapped out she didn't even realize what was going on so the photographer was like uh look at his hand and then she started crying and all that other great stuff what's your engagement uh what if what's your engagement thing because that's going to lead me to ask you another question uh well in comparison to yours is <laughs> Pretty regular. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so we went to a restaurant, um, Valbella, which is a Italian restaurant in the meat, meatpacking district. Um, it was for my birthday, actually. It was just the two of us because I don't like audiences and crowds and things like that. And he knows that. Um, So we was having dinner all day. He was like very quiet because we went, we got up early, we went to the spa, um, we went to the movies, we did some shopping. And he was like, really, if anybody knows Mel, he's very talkative, like very lively. Um, he was very like quiet and subdued and, and like aloof and kind of like kept looking away. I'm like, what's wrong with you? Like, are you sick? Are you okay? He's like, oh, I'm fine, I'm fine. So he was pretty much because he can't hold water. So he was, he was trying to shut up so he wouldn't, you know, spill anything. Um, so all day he was just kind of like nervous and quiet. Um, so we get to the restaurant, we're eating, we're talking, whatever, whatever. Um, so I see he keeps looking over my shoulder, and I'm like, "Why are you like? Is someone coming?" He's like, oh, "No, no, nobody's coming." <laughs> so I'm like, well, "Why do you keep like looking over my shoulder?" He was like, "I don't know. It's just I don't know. Like the door's behind you, and I'm just curious." So I'm like, "Well, whatever." So then the waiter comes out. I think we're like a cupcake or something and the ring is there and he's like, will you marry me? So I'm just like staring at the ring to make sure the ring is nice enough for me to say yes. And <laughs> I was like, because it was a little it was very dark in there. So I was like, well, let me see the ring. The ring was cool. So I was like, all right, yeah, we can do this. So, you know, we, we stood up, we, we, uh, we hugged and kissed and old restaurants started clapping, congratulations and all that stuff. And that was it. See, you saying I made sure the ring was okay before I said yes. I, I I know I know it's joking and part serious, but what if the nigga didn't come correct with a ring and you was like, mm, would you have said no? I don't know. I don't know if I would have said no. I I probably would have. It would have been a contingency thing, like yeah, but you know. Take the ring back, you know. I will marry you, but not with this ring. Kind of thing. I can see myself saying that. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like if you, if you want to marry to me, if you want to be my husband, you will have to know me. You have to know my style, my, my likes, my desires. And if you don't come correct with a ring, like, that's the very first thing. 
and to me that just like that just sets the precedence for the whole entire marriage like you get the ring wrong you have me wrong if you have me you know, wrong how, how do we make this work you know what i mean so the crazy part is me and Tiffany were actually looking at rings together and we could not like agree on stuff that we like. So I'm like, she's going to hate what I pick out because we couldn't agree on anything. She was like, what do you think about this? I was like, eh. I was like, what do you think about this? She was like, nah. I'm like, oh, okay, well. Yeah, that's how me and Mel are. We usually have very different stylistic uh, opinions. Like whatever he likes, I'm like, no, that's super corny. And whatever I like, he'd be like, it'll no. So, like, we very rarely agree on, like, style. So the fact that he got the ring right, I think Nissy helped him. Um, but he got the ring right, so that was, you know, kudos to him. And, you know, here we are. Seven, eight, I don't know how many years later. Um, yeah. What does it matter when you're in love? What does it matter when you're in love? You say he got it right seven or eight years later. I'm just saying, what does it matter how many years it is when you're two crazy kids that's still in love? Two crazy kids. I wish. I really do wish. Well, you want to those kids that was like, I can't wait to move out. Say that again. Were you one of those kids that were, that were like, I can't wait till I'm like 18 or 19 and I could move out of my parents' house or make my own decisions or do whatever I want to do and go where I want to go? Yes. Do you wish you were a kid again is what I'm saying? Um, I do. I, quick story. I remember when I was younger and I had an orange toy suitcase. It was it was a big plastic orange suitcase. I remember telling my father that I was moving out and I packed the orange suitcase. <laughs> the nigga let me pack. I got to the door. He goes, oh, by the way, um, you can't take nothing I brought with you. So whatever you brought, you can take and you can go. And I was like, all right, cool. Had to put the whole suitcase down and rethink my whole plan. I was like, all right, I ain't really buy nothing. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can't just be out there. naked. Do I want to? Do I really want to do this? <laughs> Took that suitcase back in the room. I was like, you know what? I'm a chill. You got me for now. But wait, you just wait. <laughs> you just wait, buddy. Nah, I do wish that I didn't have uh, bills, and I was still like, when I was in college, they were fitting the bill for like cell phone and cost of living. Yeah. I do wish I was back there. The moment I graduated, reality hit hard, nigga. I don't know if it's so much bills for me or just the responsibility of children. Like, I, I, I guess I could live with, you know, paying my, my cell phone bill and the cable bill and the car note, whatever, whatever. But, like, like, being obligated to make sure these little humans eat and, and have sh- shelter and have decent clothing and I think that's the part the part that's like tiring the most your kids two of them are at the age where they can tell you when they're hungry uh Caden just got to that point where he's like uh hello uh my <laughs> stomach's hurt <laughs> I haven't eaten yet 
Because sometimes, like, it's like my normal eating schedule is just off. So I normally would just eat whenever. And the days when I'm home, I forget, like, I can't have him on that same eating schedule. Like, the nigga actually has to eat. So, and I told Tiffany, it's getting to the point now where he's getting more and more, uh, well, I'm still hungry. I'm still hungry. I'm like, all right, nigga, you about to get a job in a minute. I ain't finna be <laughs> making you <laughs> six and seven sandwiches. So, is he a good eater or is he a picky eater? He's picky as all hell. What's his go-to? Well, what's your go-to for him? Nigga, his go-to, if he can eat uh, French toast or chocolate chip pancakes every day of his life, every meal of his life, mm. he would be set. Chocolate chip cakes. Pancakes. You making that? You whipping that from scratch? Like- yeah. Ego's Egg- got the chocolate chip pancakes <laughs> you can buy in a pack. Oh, man. Yeah, my kids used to go ham over some um, some Eggos. The mini joints, they kind of grew out of that, though. This bougie nigga has a... I don't know if he knows how to say... I want like French toast from this specific place because he just likes the way it tastes from a specific place. This bougie nigga be like, "Yeah, I want French toast from a diner." A diner, nigga. If you don't sit down, <laughs> take this Wonder Bread <laughs> cinnamon take powder. Frozen nonsense. Take me somewhere to get some real French toast. Let that young man live. Take him to a diner. That nigga boldly will say, yeah, can I get French toast from a diner? No, you cannot. <laughs> yeah, the diner in our freezer, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> this Wonder Bread and Cinnamon uh, Powder is going to do you right. You make a good French toast? I, I don't know. Oh, man. I would think I do. I make some good pancakes, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I thought they have saved over your food? Your wife, your your siblings, anybody? I don't cook for Ray's, but yes, they have. My nigga, you tasted the fried chicken before. You came up here and spoke about my fried chicken before. Don't do that. Yeah, I mean, we spoke about it, but I'm just, it's just I, it just occurred to me, like, if your son ain't telling you your French toast is hitting, then... That's because I don't make, I don't make him, uh... He likes the challah bread with the, the, yeah, nigga, you get these thin little slices that they give you <laughs> from Home Pride or Wonder. Like, yeah, yo. <laughs> Make it right. You get this Home Pride. Make it right. Um, But yeah, I don't cook, for, I, I cook to eat, like, I like stuff to, I like the taste seasoning. I don't want to. Yes, if you put season. I like stuff that got flavor. Yeah, I feel you. Give me Savory. some. Yeah, give me give me something. I'm like, oh, this has got some nice taste to it. It's got a little taste to it here. Okay. I don't want to have to power through my meal with hot sauce just just to get through it. Like, nah. True. True. Yo, if I if I do work for you for free. Do you have the power to rush me for my work? Yes. Well, not the power, but... I mean, you can ask. Uh, You can ask, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, 
Yeah, you can ask someone for like, hey, what's happening with whatever you're doing for me? I think you can. But are you as the the person producing the product obligated to answer or rush it? No. Yeah, not at all. That sucks when you need something and you <laughs> you being cheap, so you go to somebody that's gonna yeah. do it for you for the low low. Yeah. And now you're at their mercy. You're right. So you ain't paying, so you're going to get lazy service, late service. You know. That's the game, dude. When a nigga finally deliver it, be like, all right, my nigga, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) No, I ain't making no changes, nigga. You get what you get, and that's that. Like, That's it. Here it is. Take it or leave it. Take it Half an hour in. Do you want to get to sports, get to sports now? Or? I wanted to ask you a question since we're on random, like, random discussions. I've been wanting to ask you for a while, but the conversations we've been having never really allowed for it, I guess. Um, so this lady in our church, she's almost 70. Um, she gave email a Father's Day card with money in it. She didn't give me anything for Mother's Day. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was kind of strange. Like, like I know her, you know, like personally, she knows my name. I know her name. Like I have a phone number. So it's not like she doesn't know me. So I'm like, well, why wouldn't she give me? She don't have to give me no money, but okay, you can give me a card if you knew you want to give my husband a card. And put money in it. Is that weird or not? Is that because I, I think weird <laughs> person. Like, am, am I tripping? Like, that's not weird a little bit. All right. I'm. 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 I got jokes, but I'm going to answer seriously. Um, she might not like. <laughs> She might not like you that much to be like, let me get her something for Mother's Day. Okay. But where the jokes subside and it can actually lead into a deeper conversation at a later time, I think she looks at it as, oh, this is uh, Pastor Mel. And I don't know why preachers' wives get slighted it comes to stuff like that but I think that that might be the mindset like where people will look after the man and completely ignore the female and I remember my pops used to say all the time you can't love me and not love my wife like we're the same one and the same so don't get up here and do a big to do for me for my birthday and then her birthday coming as crickets so it may be that type of, and you said she's almost 70. So that might be that old, old school thinking of, oh, we have to take care of, which is stupid because he's clearly married with kids. It don't matter. I don't know. 
she could be thinking that he's going to take that money and do something else with it, but Mother's Day comes before Father's Day, so... And is, is, is that the only occasion, or is it multiple, like birthday, Christmas... She does give him, but like most people do in that church, give him something for his birthday. Yeah, it might be one of those. Um, and I find this very, very strange for uh, a lot of if you if you church, if we if you guys are church listeners that listen to this, this is gonna hit some of y'all a little bit harder than others. But y'all niggas that be calling uh, the pastor your dad and father, nigga, go find your real father because the nigga. <laughs> He's your spiritual father. Come on. <laughs> Y'all niggas be, oh, yeah, that's my dad. And nothing. Nah, fam. No. Nah. Where's your pops, nigga? <laughs> find, find your actual father. Father's Day. Y'all talking about some, yeah, I'm, I'm going. Happy Father's Day, dad. And this picture, you, like, come on, man. Like, I get it. Sometimes you're a little bit closer than most people, but. Where's your real, where's your real pops? Church dudes direct all your smoke to Hollywood. Nigga, speaking of church, do you see Ye got uh, pastors at Sunday service now? Yeah. Is this turning into a cult in front of us? Um, when he starts to bring the gospel in air quotes then I would look to it as a cult. But Steve is uh, a legit pastor for a legit church. So um, I'm not ready to go there yet. But when he starts phasing out like real preachers of the gospel, and then he starts getting up there as Jesus trying to bring trying to bring a word, then I could start to think about some cult uh, behavior. But yeah, I know this was coming because on the Kardashian show, Keeping Up with the Kardashians, he was he briefly had mentioned it to Kim about like having real Bibles, like bringing a hundred Bibles to the services, and eventually like having a, a speaker there. Um, so, so yeah, I knew that was coming. Um, like, how do you feel about this? Is Ye bringing the gospel to a circle that? Otherwise, unbeknownst to Jesus Christ, is he leading souls to Christ? I can't speak to any of what you just said because I've never attended a Sunday service. I did say when he first came out that I thought doing Jesus walks was brave and bold because that was sort of bringing a... bringing Jesus to an audience that may not have expected it to come yeah. from music. Um, my only issue with it now is the whole presentation of Kanye West in the past two or three years. Um the whole Donald Trump thing, the whole 
racism was a, a choice. Like all all that stuff leading up to now just seems like and the reason why I'm mad speculative of it is because and I hate to say it, but for some black people, the way to uh brainwash them is through church like but um behavior. Yeah, religion is the opiate of the masses, said Karl Marx. This nigga out here throwing out Marx. <laughs> oh. Niggas with the shit took a philosophy course. Oh. Ooh. Niggas ain't ready. Niggas not ready. Philosophy 101. It's been a while, niggas. We back. Yeah, I wasn't I, expecting that. Marx out here but yeah that's my only thing with it now is that I feel like it's um, I feel like it's a ploy to try to get people back to oh yeah we like Kanye oh yeah we're ready for the new blah 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 oh yeah we're to be honest I was kind of against listening to the whole Yeezus album for that main reason I'm like nah this nigga's really bugging right now yeah You but, always wonder with with all of his with his ego and his almost like narcissism. Um, this is kind of like right up his alley to you know rename himself. He even had that cover. I think it was on Rolling Stone where he was like uh, supposed to be on a crucifix or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, like this this whole Sunday thing, it just like full circle to me. It doesn't surprise me at all that he's kind of like put himself in the middle of a religious, you know, craze, if you would. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if he just started up, you know, talking, rambling, as Kanye does well, like, and call himself a pastor. I wouldn't be surprised at all. I really wouldn't. I'm actually expecting it by the, by the end of the year for it to, like, all right, Steve, we cool, we got this. Yay's gonna do this. Pass the yay, pass the Jesus, or something stupid like that. It's typical Kanye. Pastor Yay. Fam. <laughs> that sounds nuts. Hey. <laughs> sounds nuts. But, yeah. I, I will say the generation that we're in, they not they're looking for but the younger the younger churches that are flourishing um and i'm not gonna say younger because it may be disrespect to like the hill songs and things like that but the younger preachers there you go that are flourishing they don't look like your preachers that you saw growing up in robes and blah 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 they're in tattoos skinny jeans leather jackets earrings all over maybe a mohawk maybe braids maybe you know a tattoo ball head like so it's kids in this generation are looking for those people that sort of kind of resemble them they're not being drawn to uh the typical sitting pews listen to a guy in a robe um all uh, you know, hucking and bucking with the organ behind them and all that other stuff. Uh, that's good. But people today are probably looking for something that's a little more along the lines 
of what Ye had at Sunday service. So if if it's done with a pure heart and he's not the one that takes over eventually, then okay. But I'm just always, always second guessing any Kanye move because it seemed like it's leading up to something that's about Kanye and just Kanye. Yeah, I really hope that, you know, someone somewhere that, that's attending these services really find, you know, like some solace or some peace or find Christ eventually. If it's pure or not, you know what I mean? Like the doors yeah. for them to receive, you know, to receive something that they that they didn't have before or maybe that they did have before and they kind of strayed away from it. Like a lot of people that we grew up with did, you know, started in church and then got older and kind of like strayed away from it. Maybe they find Christ again. I don't know. I just hope, I hope something good comes up from it. Whether it's pure or not, you never really know because we're not there. We're not on the inside, so we can't say for sure. But hopefully someone's life is, you know, touched from this whole Sunday service experience. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. It's a good idea. It's and If it's pure and you own you only hope it's pure because people's lives are in the balance here. You know what I mean? Like you don't want to lead someone to some idol, idol type of, you know what I mean? Like environment. You just hope it's, it's done with a pure heart. Yeah. That's really all you could uh, do. For those individuals that are there seeking something of a, of a higher experience. So yeah, shout out to, to Kanye. Sunday service. Hebo Oh, they got tongues there? No. Ah! You ain't really. Ah! Anda Baba. <laughs> you got no tongues, yay? You gotta get the Holy Ghost. You gotta get the Holy Ghost in your Sunday services, yay. Get some tongues. Put some tongues on the track. If Kanye is doing Sunday service for real and we don't see a video or something like this. You don't need them. You don't need them. Ah, you need, you need some drums for that bump. I know, I, I know some of y'all mad that I, I, I tease y'all. I know some of y'all mad. I got you. You better get up and run to the water cooler. You better get up and run to the water cooler. <laughs> Alright. We're literally uh, all... Speaking of BA, he's trying to get this, this ASAP Rocky thing uh, resolved. You got any sympathy for ASAP? No. None. You can't relate. Never been Mm-mm. in a Swedish prison. You can't relate. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> Um, as of today, as of not today, as of yesterday, um, he has been charged with assault, and he will have to stay there um, pending trial. So, uh, good luck, ASAP Rocky. I can't. Remember. I'll be in these bitches' drawers. I'll be in this this mansion in Beverly Hills. I'll be in. I'll be in Soho. I'll be at these fashion shows. We don't want to talk about Swedish prisons. We ain't never been there. 
Um, sports. You, you know why there's no sympathy before we go to sports? There's no sympathy because when he was asked about all that stuff, I'm sure, you know, people are like, you can't, well, he was young, you probably can't hold him to that. Yeah, but the fact is, he still said it, and now you can't look for us to support. Like, yeah, you shouldn't be there, but that's why niggas always tell you, be careful what you do abroad. Can't get locked up abroad, because I can't do nothing with you for you. Yeah. I mean, to give him an excuse for that, I'm not buying it. He was young. We was all young when that when that Mike Brown thing happened. Like, that was just stupid. As a black man from Harlem, knowing about police brutality and racism and prison system um, and how it affects black men specifically. And for you to just be like all flip it, like, ah, like where was, where was the empathy? Like somebody lost their son, somebody lost their, their cousin, a, a friend, like he was a kid. And for you to just be like, I don't want to talk, I can't relate. Uh, a lot of us really can't relate to that, but it's a sad situation that what happened to that boy. And that's all he had to say. I think it's, you know, it's pretty, I think it's messed up what happened to him. We could talk about something else. But he was yeah. just completely dismissive, like, yeah, I'm out here. I'm getting money. I'm in, like, come on, bro. Like, you didn't have to do all of that. Just say you're sorry, you know, sorry for what happened to him. Sorry for his family for, for losing a kid. Let's talk about this music. Like, that's really all he had to say, but... Legit. Legit. Uh, look, I, I really... I'm not an activist. I'm not blah, 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 blah. Right. The young man lost his life. That's yeah. crazy. It's sad, um, but, you know, this is America. Let's go. Let's let's talk about something else. Yeah. He was, he was just way too dismissive for me, so... Sorry to hear about what you're going through ASAP. We can't believe Sorry. Can't relate, homie. Sorry for ya. Uh, on music, right before we uh, we jump off to something else. But uh, we think about Diddy's son. Diddy dating his son's ex. Yeah. Diddy, he could be in a, uh, having a midlife crisis or something. I don't know. Like, it's got to be weird for him looking around at the age of 50, seeing like Dr. Dre married, wifed up, Jay-Z married, got his wife, his family. This is like all the people you came in the game with, like all the all of your peers, your age, married, families, like, and you just been toying, <laughs> toying with women all these years. You lost the love of your life. She passed tragically, you know what I mean? Like, and now you sitting around like, I got these kids. They're really big now. Uh, like, what am I doing? I owe this money, working. Nobody to share it with. There's no excuse. But his son's ex of all people. He he grew up in a. He grew up more specifically in a time. Um, I'm going to use this song as a reference, but uh, Money Cash Holes, where it wasn't really, it wasn't the cool thing to be in a relationship in I mean, that era. Jay-Z, wasn't that his song? That, that's why, I, yeah. 
like after like at a certain point you gotta you gotta stop grow up pharrell marry push up marry kanye like all these older industry dudes are like married and you just want to be a playboy you like 70 you want to be a playboy like cassie casey however you say her name she's moved on j-lo's moved on like yeah, Kim had passed, so you know that was your loss. You know what I mean? It's just like, all right, like enough, enough. You're 75. Your kids are your kids are grown. I think the the, the twins or the triplets, whatever they are, I think they're like 14. It's like you don't have babies. Everybody's getting older. You're wealthy as hell. You could have found somebody else though, did he? <laughs> Is that the girl that was flirting with Jay at the the Rock Nation brunch? I don't know, but I was about to say it, it, we might have to pull a uh, homegirl to the carpet for being out here. Yeah. Yeah. We might have to pull her to the carpet for being out here. Um, Wasn't she just with Trey Songs? Nigga, she's out here. <laughs> Listen to what I'm trying to say. Listen to what I'm trying to say. I don't. It can't be the fame because that's a uh, Steve Harvey daughter. I don't know. I I don't know. She, so I can't say she's doing it for fame, but it sure yeah, does got, look a little. Got a little fame. She got. She come from money, so it ain't that. Maybe she's just very sexually active. I don't know. I mean, it's her right. You know, no judgment. You have the right. My girl Summer. Oh, wow. Okay. Hot Girl Summer. And speaking of Hot Girl Summers, uh, Eddie Murphy wife, Nicole, ex-wife, Nicole Murphy. She out here too. Hot Girl Summer. Who's she out here with? You didn't see the thing of uh, her kissing the married uh, director of Training Day? <gasps> no. In Italy? Come no, on. Left her. Come on, fam. Wow. She's out here ruining marriages one one uh one wow. woman at a time. You know what I hate about that? Fam, don't don't use my name anymore. We've been married, we've been divorced. Her, Shawnee <laughs> O'Neill, there's some others. <laughs> Nigga, get your own name. Shawnee O'Neill. <laughs> oh man, it's We're part no of the run after a while. It's like nobody would know Shawnee if her last name was like Anderson. You're gonna be like Shawnee Anderson. Like who's that? You know, you gotta, you gotta stick with the O'Neill at this point. That's that's mad corny. Because the only reason why people know know you is because like, of your last name. Like you like Ike Turner. You take everything, but the name stays here. Nigga, exactly. Nigga, that's my name. I'm. I'm... <laughs> Nigga said he Ike Turner. Take whatever you want, but leave your name, yo. Fam, if I if if Mel blows up, and people know you. I'm not saying I used to carry Steph Curry in the same boat, but it's very similar. 
Niggas know you now because you're married to somebody who blew up. And I, I get it. It's part of your business now. But they knew you because of your last name being attached to your situation. You're no longer in that situation. You still shouldn't be profiting off of my name if you're not in that situation no more. But what if they're not profiting from it? Like, it's just a name. Then change your name. Well, it's harder once you're in a business to just change it. So, for selfish reasons, you're keeping your name because you're um, moving your career forward. If you don't go back to Nicole, whoever, or uh, Shawnee, whoever, and <laughs> drop my goddamn last name. <laughs> I turn it out here, bro. That's crazy. Nicole Murphy is a one of those examples. And Eddie kind of opened us up with the comedians in cars talking about him coming back. But that's one of those things where Nicole Murphy... Niggas didn't know who she was until she was married to Eddie and got divorced from Eddie. Like, when you hear Murphy, there's only one association you think of. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of true. It was one association. And for him, like, in that opening clip saying that he wants to get back and do comedy, I'm not making this about... This is a, a small transition into Eddie, but... Him saying he wants to come back and do comedy and like just hearing that that's something that he wants to do. And you see um, Netflix and talks not for two, three, four specials for one special. They're giving they're trying to put 70 million dollars on the table for Eddie. Yeah, you goddamn right. Get rid of my last name, my nigga. Use your own name. <laughs> but she's not getting any of that money. She's not getting the money, but people know her name because so of. Different. Nah, fam. <laughs> Ike, so what? Nah, fam. So you you riding the Washington name to the wheels fall off, even if the wheels actually fall off. I haven't changed my last name. Great, you are you. you <laughs> But that's one of them things. It's like, fam, like, come, come on, like Jeff Bezos' wife. Uh, yeah, we know you because of Jeff. Yeah, I mean, but it's just easier to keep it. Like, that's lazy, and you <laughs> about to make me go off. And it's easier to keep it. F that. Yeah, it is. Give my name, fam. Do what you want. Give my name. It's probably it's not. In legal doc- it's not like in their legal documents, uh, like identification and stuff like that. It's probably just for media purposes that we call these people that. But why? Okay, if it's media purposes, and let's say you're completely whatever the situation was, you're completely detached from the situation that bore the name why not want to be completely um rid of it like r kelly's mother uh baby mother or first wife (laughs) 
I mean, that's a different reason. Of course, you would want to be devoid of that nigga altogether. Um, but for like Shawnee, watching Basketball Wives, whatever, you see the credits, executive producers, you see Shawnee Anderson. Who's that? And you see Shawnee O'Neill, and you're like, oh, Shawnee, EP credits. It's just recognition and, you know, furthering the bag. Why can't you further the bag if your face is already out there and people know your face? And let's just say you get to a point where you're Mariah or you're um, Madonna, where they're calling you by your first name. And they it's name recognition. They can call you by your first name. It's not, oh, um, so-and-so's wife. No, if I know your face and I know your name, why do you still need whatever previous name you were attached to to further you along? Sometimes people don't know the face, but they just know the name. Like if you're reading something, if you're reading an article or something, you're like a new reality show executive produced by Shawnee O'Neill coming this fall. Or if you're reading like a new reality show executive produced by Shawnee Anderson, that don't ring no bells. <laughs> feel me? I, I, I feel you, but that's... that's because guys can't do that. Like, nigga can't take Mary J. Mary J. Blige, ex-husband can't take her last name and continue to the Blige name, whatever his name is. Hey, he getting money for that. He's a loser. He's a loser, but it's cool for everybody else to further the bag chase with their old last name. Yeah. From creating different lanes and different opportunities, not by just collecting checks. I feel like it's the same thing. I turn it. Listen, whatever. <laughs> Are you here for Eddie coming back to do stand-up? Um, yeah. Twins are here. Hey! Say hi. Ah, what up? Who's your father? Mel and Mel faces. You're doing too Many much. Faces. Don't, don't touch anything. Don't touch anything. <laughs> <laughs> One of them is completely naked. Why are you naked? Where are your clothes? <laughs> it's your father! <laughs> you can't it's find fine. We always have kids up here. You don't sound like you're ready for Eddie stand-up. Um, didn't you recommend an Eddie stand-up to me before? Yeah, Roy, you didn't like it. Yeah, I didn't like it. So I don't know. I don't know if I'm here for an Eddie stand-up. I'll watch it. It's not, like, it's not highly anticipating, you know, type of thing for me. But I'll Do definitely watch it. You think he's funny? Outside of that stand-up. Just like in movies or shows or whatever. Yeah, I enjoy his movies. I enjoy his movies. Cool. Right, cool. He seems like a really mean person. Like outside. Mean? Of, yeah, he seems like he's mean. 
Watch, but, watch the comedians in cars drinking I mean, coffee. I'm gonna watch it for the longest. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it this weekend. Yeah, you know what I think it is. Uh, I hear what you're saying. Him, he can come off mean. You know what it is. Eddie's one of those. Uh, and speaking of him and his wife, he's one of those figures that shot up to superstardom in Hollywood and. He doesn't have to come out. He's one of those, I'm Eddie Murphy. Like, I can just come out here and y'all look at me and it's funny to y'all. Like, he's one of those people. Not to say that that's necessarily good, but he's earned that. Yeah, for sure. He's definitely a comedic legend. But what I like about that Comedians in Cars show is that you get two comedians just having random conversations sometimes they throw in um like pointers for new comics but it's legit them just having random conversation this show i like the it's a dope concept yeah Um, content is great it's a really good show let me get into the whole joint this weekend yeah it's it's short episodes i think the longest one is the eddie one and that's like 40 something minutes, but they're real short. Yeah. You'll breeze through those seasons really, really quickly. Yeah. What did you say? What were you about to say about sports before we uh, get into shows and skedad? Um, I don't know. Is there anything to talk about? Sports? Sports? Fantasy oh, football. Really. Is, uh, training camp starts, NFL training camp. Kicked off yesterday. Serena lost. Ser- oh, God. Yo, that was so painful. I was standing outside the nail salon, waiting for the nail salon to open. And I was watching it on YouTube TV. And that was, I was like, oh, my God. That was really painful to watch. I don't even want to talk about it. Um, she looked really bad. Not that she looked bad. That girl was just really like on top of everything that usually works for Serena. That girl was able to counter it all. So it was like Serena was giving her 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 best almost, but that girl was just better that day. Um, apparently, a couple times now she's like her second time beating her. I think. Um, oh, the Paul George, Paul George, what's his face? Kawhi Leonard. Uh, These the niggas team. keep talking about the Lakers like Yeah. Only, both of these niggas are saying like like okay, y'all did it, y'all shook up the basketball world. Like why are we still talking about the Lakers now? Like you two, especially. Like I think people asking them. I think the the, uh, the media guys are asking. Um who do you have though taking over that 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 city? Who's one? Who's two? Um, I still believe Los Angeles is a Laker town. Um, in terms of stats and growing popularity, the Clippers are coming up quickly, but that's still a Laker town, regardless of uh, their record being tied with the Knicks over the past six years and all that other stuff. Um, 
The Clippers have been a lot better than the Lakers for the past few years. They, the Clippers have been, but that's what I'm saying. They're rising quickly. You still have LeBron James on the Lakers. You still have a more storied franchise in terms of championships in the Lakers. Yeah. Um, if the Clippers win, I can see that shift start to happen where Lakers start to fade to the back and the Clippers are like moving uh, as the marquee of LA. But for right now, that's still Laker Nation. Yeah. It's kind of like the, the Yankees and the Mets here. It's like, talk about New York baseball. It's like, oh, yeah, the Yankees. It's Legit. Like that. Say the Giants before you even think about the Jets. Yeah. And they play in the same arena. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. I, think it, I, I still think it's Laker Town. They have all the banners and everything. They have... You know, the history, Showtime Lakers. Now you have LeBron, biggest superstar in the league. I still think it's their town, but uh, in terms of basketball, I do think the Clippers are better than them. They're a better run organization right now than the Lakers are. Uh, they have a better front office. They have a better coach. Um, and I would say a better all-around team than the Lakers do right now. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be fun to watch. It's going to be fun to watch. There's a lot, of, a lot of chatters, so we'll see if there's, like, a Subway series out there in L.A. Christmas Day. I don't know what y'all niggas is waiting for. Who do you want to see on a match on Christmas Day? Because that has to be. No, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, if they don't have the list together already, that should be the premier game, L.A. L.A. Yeah, it's got to be um, Boston, Boston versus Brooklyn. Yep. Um, Golden State, Golden State versus the Rockets. That L.A. L.A. drink has to be the prime time. Closer, headliner, if you will, for that Christmas day. It's usually like five games, right? Yeah, you can put Boston Philly on there. Um, Al Horford facing his old team. That's a rivalry that's starting to come up. Yeah. Yeah. And you got to put the Pelicans on there, right? Zion. Put Zion Zion in. You like that signing? Signing with Jordan? Brand. I saw somebody say Jordan's more focused on selling. I'm um, signing people to his uh, sneaker deal than he is to signing people to the Hornets. <laughs> Hornets be trash, yo. They don't be terrible. Um, Jordan's shoes be corny, though. If they're not the retros, yeah. Yeah, yeah like the. Those why not joints that Russell Westbrook have, Mellow shoes was trash. CP three. I don't know. We'll see. We we'll just have to wait and see. Maybe he felt like Nike was a little bit overcrowded. With Giannis, you know, Paul George, Kyrie, LeBron, KD. It's a lot of signature shoes over there. 
I think he did it for because if it was my thinking, I would pick Jordan Brand for selfish reasons, and that's because I get player yep. exclusives for any color I want. <laughs> they send you sneakers like they just send you sneakers. You don't even matter what what they are like. That's yeah. what I would I would choose Jordan, but um oh, oh uh we could do uh, Denver Christmas Day. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Denver. I wanted to see Houston. Um, Portland? No, I wanted to see Houston Thunder before Russ um, went to Houston. Now it makes no sense at all to put. Don't, don't, don't even book OKC for nothing on yeah. primetime. Keep the niggas right there in, in their local market. Don't even put them on NBA TV either. Like, yeah. them niggas yeah. don't. Yeah. I can't wait to Chuck and him come back and talk about how much <laughs> OKC won't be on TV this year. Yeah, I can't wait for the NBA season. Um training camp I mentioned earlier. You got any uh early Super Bowl predictions? Nope. But when we come back and do that fantasy uh fantasy episode like we did last time um i'll have a prediction then but as of right now i say it every year i just don't want brady to win another ring and that's all he's ever done you think about it like who's in his way in the afc uh, no one you don't um, really know what, what because the tape is out now on Patty Mahomes, so teams will approach him differently now that there's a whole full full year of film out on him. And then they lost Wes's face, the nigga that was stomping the white girl in the ho- in, in the hotel. Hot Kareem Hunt. Yeah. So well, we don't really what's gonna happen with them? Then you have the what the Steelers. No, Steelers ain't even winning a division this year. Have, they don't have nobody now. They don't have AB. They don't have Le'Veon. Like, they just, I don't know. Mike Tomlin did sign uh, an extension to 2021. I thought that was interesting. Um, who else is out there? The Browns? The Browns are going to win their division, but I don't see them. Um, I see them sending Brady home. Ravens. The only, only team I think can. Uh, Possibly stand this way. Yeah, Chargers, the Chiefs. Um, the Colts, nigga. Nah. I mean, um, honestly don't know. Outside of the Chargers and Chiefs, who in the AFC? Because uh, Jacksonville's defense ain't the same. Um, Still has got broken up and disbanded. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's, it's hard to call that. Um, NFC is probably the the more exciting now. Yeah. NFC. Not picking anybody from the east. Not picking anybody from the south. Yeah, I wish my predictions. 
Because these niggas are these niggas gonna run their division again as they always do. Um, that division is trash. Has been a few we come, years. We come, we're coming out of our division. We haven't had a healthy quarterback in almost two years. Watch him out. Although we had millions of dollars and did nothing in the offseason. Not one Yay. thing. Awesome. Yeah, I think it's, it's going to be NFC. Whoever's, um, Patriots are only going to beat themselves. Yeah. They're, they're only going to beat themselves. Like, you may get a team that gets a win during a regular season, but you got to beat these niggas when it matters in Foxborough because you know they're going to have home field. Yeah, you got to beat these niggas on the road. And the Chiefs came very close, and it came apart. Yeah, very close. But what is the loneliest number? Right, right. Uh, so shows. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Although I did not see it, Lion King. You watched Please it in 94. Go. Please go support Lion King, the live action adaptation in theaters now. A lot of people have been saying some uh, not so kind things about Lion King. I have tried to avoid it the first weekend, um, but it's been kind of hard to <laughs> avoid it this week. It's been a lot of. Overall, I think it's been. A, Okay, but it's been a lot of gripes with the movie. But I still want to see. It. I just haven't had the time to go. Um, I still want to see. It. I don't care. It's like you cannot not go see. Caden asks me every time we go to uh, McDonald's if he. That's his new thing. He he wants to. Every time he sees a toy in the McDonald's window, he wants to see the movie that corresponds with said toy. So. <laughs> <laughs> Did you take him? I haven't taken him yet, but I'm going to. It was too hot last week for anything. Boys, my boys went while we were in Chicago, and they absolutely loved it. Of course, they didn't see the original cartoon version, um, but they did love this one. So that makes me happy that my kids saw a Lion King that they love. There you go. So Lion King for you um, This is a documentary on HBO um, I Love You Now Die Mm -hmm. About that That case um, About The girl who kind of Not pushed her boyfriend To kill herself but Essentially that's what happened They were talking via text And he told her that he was getting ready to commit suicide and she sort of kind of edged him along. It's very, very uh, weird, but for those that are parents of kids, uh, it's probably something you should put in your uh, your queue to watch, even if you don't have kids, just seeing how... Because um, I, I think that's something people in general just don't know how to handle or deal with. Um, 
that type of conversation. But yeah, that doctor documentary on HBO, I love you now die. Um It's a good, good right. one. It's a good one. Uh, that's all. Uh, Did you watch Big Little Lies? No, I have not, but I'm going to. I, I was trying to watch Euphoria. I wanted to wait till it was all the way. Um, I didn't want to watch episode by episode, so I binged it until it was to the current episode now. Euphoria? Yeah. Yes, that's a that's. They raped that black boy, or were they were just humping him? I know not what you speak of. Are you talking about <laughs> what's coming on? On Euphoria, when they were at the party, he was about to have sex with his girl, and then those guys came in. They ran in with like mask on, and they was holding him down, recording him. Were they raping him, or they were just humping him? I did not see said episode that you're referring to. Is that come on Sunday? No, that was this, that was this past episode. Huh? So did I'm one behind. The one where, they, where they highlighted the 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 black football player. You saw that one? No. Okay, yeah. I'm behind then. Yeah, you're behind. My bad. Uh, fine. Uh, now I I. I mean that really, I like- really wasn't like the the height of the episode, which is crazy. But <laughs> I was just. I'm gonna go back and watch it. I was confused. I like how they um they put the spotlight on a different cast member each yeah. week. Yeah. It's a very well written show. Yeah. All right. Uh, I thought I was I thought that was this Sunday. All right. Well, I got something to watch. You niggas now have a reason to get your excuses ready for Monday with these uh Series that you haven't caught up with. True. Nigga is hot. Stay in the air conditioned. Like, just True. don't. True. You ever been so hot you just don't want to eat? Like, you just oh, that yeah. hot. Yeah, for sure. Sure. Nigga, put my meal with some ice <laughs> and a straw. <laughs> Made it through the heat wave. Barely, nigga. Yeah, I was inside. I went to, we came in Saturday. I think that was almost the end of it. Went right inside. I went to church Sunday. Got out, went right inside. (laughs) Not playing with this heat, boy. Heat brings out a different level of anger in me. Like, it's just, my patience is negative. Like, don't say nothing to me when it's that hot. I don't want to hear, hear nothing you have to say. Be quiet. It's too hot to talk. Hold your oxygen. Almost tempted to lock my kids in one room with the air conditioner and be in another room completely separate. Negative <laughs> niggas figure it out under the air conditioner for themselves. But yeah, good thing that thing, good thing that heat waves over. Um New York community is something different. Uh, different. But um, we made it. Um, that's all I got. That's all I have. We did the chills. That's it. 
Yeah, your excuses. All right. Oh! Yes, sir.